What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. All right, everyone, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. I have to laugh because of the fact that sometimes I go on Twitter, and that's what I feel like, and that's what I read because we're not even going to get into it, but the, the Twitter sphere is a cesspool. It, it's a cesspool of stupidity, and you know what? Sometimes you read these things, you look at these things, and you can't get these things out of your head. But you know what? We're here to talk about the Giants. We're here to talk about the next opponent, the next man up. The next opponent, of course, is the Seattle Seahawks on the field of the 12th man. Uh, we want to talk about the injuries, though, because the injury bug has followed the Giants. Uh, for those that do not know, there is there is a beast that lives under the stadium at MetLife. Turf Monster Smash! Evidently, the Turf Monster followed us to Jacksonville. And it's not funny, but you know what? I, I, I do find it a little bit funny uh, only because of the fact that not the injuries, but that's that people spend so much time blaming the turf at MetLife, but you know, injuries happen everywhere you go and, and it's just part of the game. And I love it because last year I spoke about next man up a lot. And of course, last year the giants were losing. So when I spoke about it, people were like, next man up, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's just the stupidest thing I ever heard. Now, Brian Dable says it all this year and people are like, Oh, what an epiphany. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why we stay off the cesspool known as Twitter. We got to talk about Daniel Bellinger. Uh, you know, the, the, the poor kid, man. I mean, like I said, an eye injury like that, it's an orbital socket injury. Um, it, you know, it, it's a scary injury because of the fact that it has to do with one's vision. His eye became very swollen. He had to be a transport to a hospital, uh, to take a look at, it. he's going to have to have surgery. And, uh, but then he's also going to get, evidently he's also going to do some further examination, see what the best options are. I mean, it's, it's a scary, it's a scary injury, man, because I, uh, I broke and then broke. I fractured the bone in, in my orbital socket. I fractured it, uh, playing softball. And I took a, I took a softball to the face and it, it fractured. And like I said, it took a while to heal. And so I can't imagine having to have that type of injury and going out onto the field and having that type of contact. Um, it's, it's got, it's going to, it's going to probably screw with you a little bit, but like I said, it was an inadvertent injury. Uh, Devin Lloyd did not mean to poke him in the eye. Uh, but like I said, it is something that we are going to need to watch. It's something that we need to take a look at. Bellinger, of course, does have 16 catches for 152 and two touchdowns. He also has that rushing touchdown because you know what the ma- the magician known as Kafka is working. You know what we're gonna we're gonna have to do a Kafka the Great magician sound effect. We're we're working on that. We're working on a bunch of new sound effects this year. Um, but like I said, it, it's just something we need to take a look at. You know. Uh, I mean, our, our tight end situation behind that's not that awesome, but you know, we, we just got, we just got a next man up and play along. Uh, the other problem we're having right now, of course, is Evan Neal, Evan Neal. Um, you know, you know what? He, he, he had a terrible game against the Cowboys has really stepped up, uh, in 89 pass attempts, I guess, or pass blocking steps. He's only allowed one snap uh, one sack. He, he is getting, he's getting there. He is, he is listed as something that's going to be, uh, more of a, uh, or more of a, you know, week to week. Every, you know, it's funny. Everything for the giants is always week to week. Everything with the giants is always that. And, and like I said, I think it's funny. They're, they're kind of like the Knicks when they report injuries, everything with the Knicks used to be, well, he'll be back in a couple days and six months later, he's still out. Um, so it looks like it, the belief, you know, it looks like it's an MCL injury. 
Uh, he will be, uh, he, he avoided the, he, he avoided the dreaded ACL tear. So, um, you know, again, you got to keep your fingers crossed. It's a grade two MCL sprain. Uh, and then, like I said, it's going to be, it's going to be a while, not, not a while, but it's one of those things that you don't want to rush back immediately. You don't want to, you don't want to put him in a position where he can hurt himself even more. And, and I think that, um, you know, that it's the Giants at this point in time, yes, they're 6-1, but they need to err on the side of caution because of the fact that you don't want to rush back these gentlemen because of the fact that, you know, honestly, the, these people are your future. These guys, these two players are part of your future. They truly are. They, they, they are not going to be part of the past. They're not going to be guys that are going to go, you know, go away. Do not go quietly into the night. Do not go out without a fight. We're going to go on. Uh, I had uh, I was watching uh, Independence Day. You know it's funny. I watched a movie yesterday, and it, it was a, it's an old movie from the early '60s. Um, and I didn't see it when I was a baby. I saw it like in the '70s or the late '70s, and it's it scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. It was called uh, Day of the Triffids. And if you if you've ever gone if you ever gone to uh, you know if you ever want to Google that it's it's one of those movies that as you watch it now. It's basically what happens. I'll give you a brief synopsis. A meteor shower comes to Earth. Everyone looks at it. Everyone goes blind. Uh, and then there's these killer plants that come from out of space, and they attack the blind people. Uh, and only certain people can see. So it, it was one of those movies that freaked you out as a kid, but then um, as you watch it now, you're like, oh, that's, that's, that's not that scary. Another movie that did that to me was a movie called Gargoyles. Uh, it was, it was actually a T it was a made for TV movie in the seventies with Bernie Casey was the head guard. Well, that was, and that was a really freaky movie, but let's get into, let's get over to Ben Bredesen. Uh, Ben, and of course he was, he came over from the Baltimore. Uh, he came over from the Baltimore. He came over from Baltimore. He's been playing. He's been playing well enough. You know, he, he's been whole, he's been literally holding up his own. He was, he was a little bit shaky in the beginning, but he's become solid overall. and part of the offensive line. The last couple games, uh, again, he's another one that avoided serious injury with no ACL tear, uh, how long he is going to be out for again. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be up to speculation, but he definitely is. I would say more likely he's not going to be in the next couple weeks. Uh, uh, again, like I said, it's, um, it's next man up. You had you had Joshua, the big rookie, step, stepping in at the left guard position. You know, and I think it's funny because I think one of the other reasons why the Giants didn't throw extensively in the second half was because of the fact that uh, you did have Joshua, who for you know for all of his uh, all of his abilities to pave the road, is probably one of the worst pass blockers I've seen as a rookie in a while. It, it's not that he doesn't have the strength or the ability; he just does not. If you watch him, he just does not have the technique to play going backwards. And that's kind of important when you're trying to do some pass blocking. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants step this up, how the Giants turn this around, how the you know who on the roster is going to who's going to make that Herculean leap to come over and and really uh, really step up for this team and fill in for the uh, for and for these injured players. Um, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I, I have more concerns right now about the, about the injury to Daniel Bellinger only because of the fact that, you know, like suffering a fracture around the eye socket, that is a painful, like I said, I took it to, I was in my twenties. I took a softball to the face. Uh, it cracked or should I say it fractured, which I guess is some, some, almost the same injury. Um, and I know for me, it took four to six weeks just for the bone to heal. And then the fact that it was still tender. 
And that was just going to work at a regular job. I mean, I, like I said, we know you're, you're in a position, you're in a role where it's, where it's constant contact, uh, where you're, where you're sitting there, you know, literally bashing heads. So, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a, uh, uh, of course there's not going to be a brace, but I don't know if there's some kind of shield or something that they use to, to lessen the impact on that. But again, like I said, it's going to be next man up. It's going to be, you know, and I, you have to have all the faith in the world right now with Kafka and Dable and the Winker because of the fact that they seem to, they, especially, I got to give all the credit in the world to Kafka. He seems to be adjusting on the fly at times to the situation of the game. Um, sometimes he sticks with things a little too long in the first half, and then he kind of rolls back to things that are, that things that have worked are the things that are working in the second half. And he seems to go with that. I wish he would make some of the adjustments a little bit quicker in the first half. Uh, maybe we wouldn't be, you know, always going in, you know, down a couple of points at halftime, but it's one of those things that, you know, you really have to just give, you know, big, you know, big caps, you know, big, you know, tip of the cap. Same thing with, uh, Brian Dable, you know, Brian Dable has, I mean, has just turned this, machine turned this team on its ear turned this you know turned this into something special uh same thing you got to give all the credit in the world to wink because of the fact that wink thinks that um you know what it, it's one of those things that the the coach and i i've said it before and i said it a couple i said it the last couple of years coaching makes a difference standing up at the podium making speeches and 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 talking and doing the tough guy thing works to a point unless you and it only works if you win and the thing is this you can tell these guys are coached in techniques. You are tell these guys are coached in, in, in a way that is going to allow them to succeed. And you got to give big props to the entire coaching staff because of what's being done. And you know what? We have to just kind of wait. That's we got to wait and see what happens on Sunday. And again, this is Tim with online big blue, bringing you the best in New York giant sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you can like, you can subscribe, if you can ring that bell, you know what it means. That'd be awesome.